I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to Tuesday's edition of Inside Arsenal. Hope you're having a good week, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on one of the podcasting platforms that this episode is now available on. Plenty to talk about today. Got to start with Declan Rice. Obviously, big, big news since the last uh, edition of Inside Arsenal that that first Manchester City bid has now gone in for Declan Rice up in the ante. A little bit in the race for him. We'll talk about Kai Havertz as well. He's been pictured in an Arsenal shirt uh, as we wait for official confirmation of that transfer to go through. And we'll look at some of your questions, some good questions today on the likes of Reese Nelson um, uh, as well. So we'll go through those at the end. But let's start by discussing what is going on with Declan Rice. It all got a little bit quiet for a couple of days, but now... It has all changed with that news that broke last night. David Ornstein, uh, yet again, uh, with a huge exclusive that Manchester City had tabled a first bid for Declan Rice. Now, we have since learned that that bid has been rejected. Uh, So we kind of are as we were in regards of Declan Rice. But Manchester City have now tabled that first bid, £80 plus 10 million, so 90 million all in. The same as Arsenal's last bid, which is quite interesting, I have to admit. When I was, I've been expecting City's first bid, but I thought it was going to be higher than 90 million. It was obviously a little bit more tempting than Arsenal's because the structure was a little bit different. It was 80 million up front rather than 75 million. You'd think that the clauses involved in those 10 million in instalments would have been a lot more tempting for West Ham as well because if they involve potentially winning the Premier League, winning the Champions League, then West Ham will certainly think that's a lot more realistic should Manchester City put those in clauses that if Arsenal put them in clauses. So you can understand it was probably slightly more tempting, but again, it is way below the £100 million mark that we're told that West Ham want at least for Declan Rice. Um, And they've rejected it. 
And I thought it was very, very interesting that it was 90 million. I have to say, I thought when City were going to go in, they were going to go in pretty big and they were going to go for 100 million. To go in with the same offer, albeit slightly rejigged and slightly more tempting for West Ham, but to go in with overall the same offer, the same package, pretty much 90 million, including instalments. I don't really know what they were expecting. Um, You know, they've been in talks for West Ham for a long time, just like Arsenal were. You know, Arsenal have been hammered pretty widely by a lot of the media and a lot of pundits, who whatever you want to call them, for their way they've gone about this Declan Rice bid. And yet Manchester City have gone in and done exactly the same, even though they've been talking to West Ham. They know what West Ham want. They've watched what's happened with these Arsenal bids, yet they've only gone in with 90 million. Again, I'm just wondering if we're going to see the same sort of criticism for them and their bid that we've seen Arsenal uh, receive for their uh, way of thinking over Declan Rice. So interesting to see if that comes. But... As David says there, Arsenal have seen two bids rebuffed, but they remain determined to sign the 22-year-old, uh, 24-year-old, sorry. Um, and that third bid will go in from Arsenal when? I don't know, but it is being prepared. That is the understanding that it is going to go in relatively soon. I think it's interesting this what Manchester City have done now. I think what this bid has done for Manchester City is signal the start of the end game when it comes to Declan Rice, which I think is going to be a good thing for every single person involved. Now, I've been having a few debates with people on social media uh, about this, thinking, you know, I said it doesn't benefit any anyone for this to drag on for basically the entirety of summer. And some people say, no, it benefits West Ham. It's going to, you know, bid him more, get, get a bigger price tag for him ultimately. And I think it does benefit them to a point, but I think there, become, there comes a sort of, a brow of the hill type situation where if you get beyond the certain marker, then it starts to impact West Ham's summer because it impacts their preparations. They haven't got the money in. They can't sign replacements. They can't use the money to bring in the players that they want. You know, David Moyes will not want this to drag on. He will want it sorted sooner rather than later because it benefits him and it benefits the team to know exactly what's going on. For the club, maybe financially, it might be better to hold out a little bit longer, but there's going to come a point when that almost becomes a bit of a negative because it's going to disrupt things on the pitch rather than sort of, you know, drag things out off the pitch, if you see what I mean. So I think this City making this move now, prompting Arsenal into, you know, making another move for Declan Rice, I think it almost signals the end of the the start of the end game for it. And it needed to happen because it wasn't going to help anyone. You know, Arsenal need to know one way or the other if they're going to sign Declan Rice. If he's going to go to City, then let him go. And then they can move on to other targets and look to spend that money elsewhere. And uh, for City as well, it's the same. They want to know what's going on. Obviously, they you know they very much want to sign Declan Rice. And if he's going to end up at Arsenal, they can move on. So I think we're getting to that stage now in the summer where it's dragged on. It's become a little bit of a saga, but I feel like we're we're getting towards um, you know a resolution. We will know one way or the other pretty soon where Declan Rice is going to be playing his football next season. I really hope it's Arsenal. You know, they have not given up by any means. I'm expecting that third bid to go in. It's going to be higher than the last bid, obviously. Whether it hits the £100 million mark the West Ham looking for, that remains to be seen. I can't sit here right now and tell you, but it's going to be higher than what we've seen before. And um, it's going to have to be higher than what Manchester City have done um, in terms of a more tempting upfront package and, and things like that. We've seen a lot about Declan Rice favouring a move to Arsenal and wanting to stay in London, but I think that only... You know, that will only, he's not going to reject Manchester City, put it that way. Um, if they agree a fee with West Ham and Arsenal don't, you, you know, if you're a footballer, if you're Declan Rice, as much as you want to stay in London, potentially, which, you know, we understand that is his preference, but 
if you can't agree a deal with Arsenal, if they can't agree a fee with West Ham and Manchester City do, then what do you do? You don't stay at West Ham, do you? You move to Manchester City. I mean, it's a huge club. It's the treble winners. It's the best club in the world, the best manager in the world. You don't say no to that uh, and just stay at Manchester City. So stay at West Ham. So it's going to come to a point where he's going to have to make a decision. All the clubs are going to have to make a decision. I feel like we're getting there now. And I think that's going to be best uh, best for everyone involved as well. Let me know what you guys think about that. You know, how high do you think Arsenal should go for Declan Rice? Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please do let me know in the comments below and I'll go through them all and uh, hopefully include some of them at the end of uh, tomorrow's episode. Let's quickly talk about Kai Havertz. Now, if you haven't seen the picture, for those watching on YouTube, have a look at this. There is a very happy Kai Havertz standing in an Arsenal shirt. Now, this picture suggests to me that this was obviously taken. We know he's done his medical abroad. He wasn't here when he's done it. And um, this picture suggests that maybe if Arsenal do announce it pretty imminently, which we are expecting potentially, you know, but at some point this week, I don't know when I'm recording this at 10.26 in the morning on Tuesday. It could come on Tuesday afternoon. Who knows? I don't know. I can't say for certain when the announcement is going to come. Everything has to fall in place uh, with Arsenal uh, for the announcement, you know, various, various media things that they do. But the fact they've taken this picture, this picture is done suggests that even if he's not going to come home and do the big media shoot at London Colney before they announce it, that they've at least got this picture that can go with the announcement, which we do expect to come pretty, pretty soon. Um, And Kai Havertz will soon be an Arsenal player, the first signing of the summer. Uh, I'm hoping that for tomorrow's episode, I'm going to be speaking to a very good friend of mine and a fantastic Chelsea reporter um, doing a bit of a Kai Havertz special, looking back at his time at Stamford Bridge, you know, what potentially went wrong in terms of why he didn't quite hit the heights that a lot of us were expecting him to hit, but what went right as well, what we can expect at Arsenal. Um, you know, we haven't all seen enough of Kai Havertz to really form a massive opinion on exactly what he's going to do. But, you know, certainly um, Nazar, who I used to work with, who's now the Chelsea correspondent, uh, the Evening Standard has seen an awful lot of Kai Havertz and knows, uh, knows his stuff. So I'm looking forward to speaking to him. So look out for that in tomorrow's video. It's going to be a bit of a Kai Havertz special. And if you've got any questions you want to ask um, about that can you know we can use and I can talk to Nazar about them, please do fire them again if you're watching us on YouTube in the comments below. I'll gather up a few of them and I'll, and I'll ask Nazar about them. And uh, hopefully he'll be able to answer those questions as well so expecting Kai Havertz to be done soon Durian Timber not much has moved on in terms of Durian Timber as far as I'm aware on that Arsenal and Ajax still trying to agree the exact sort of structure of the deal for that once it's done it will happen relatively quickly because personal terms aren't going to be an issue and he very much wants to join Arsenal so we're just waiting on that Jakub Kivior who's uh, been speaking to some of the Polish media has been asked about the potential arrival of Timber and he says it's great that he's joining. Let the best players play at Arsenal. Let's win matches and win trophies together. And I do think there'll be a big excitement amongst the current Arsenal squad about what's going on in the transfer window at the moment and the potential new arrivals because they know that this squad has to be improved. It has to be strengthened ahead of this season. What they did last season was great, but you've got to build on it now. And the players want to have the best possible squad available. So players like Kivio, everyone will be keeping tabs on exactly what's going on at Arsenal ahead of returning for pre-season. They'll see all these links. They'll all be desperate for Declan Rice to sign, you know, Timber 
uh, Havertz as well. I think there'll be excitement amongst the Arsenal squad about what is going on and the intent that Arsenal is showing in the market. Obviously, they've got to get these deals over the line. and They haven't happened yet when it's come to Timber and to Rice. But if they can, then I think it's going to be a real sort of signal of intent to the rest of the squad that Arsenal mean business this season. And that can only be a good thing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, let's move on to some of your questions and your comments, shall we? And if you look here, uh, WokePost9002 has said, why hasn't Reese Nelson signed his contract with Arsenal? It was reported weeks ago an agreement has been reached between Reese and Arsenal. I've read that Reese's current contract expires at the end of the month. You're right. Uh, the, the contract does expire at the end of the month. As far as I'm aware, the new contract has been agreed. Arsenal are confident he will sign, but I don't think it has been physically signed yet. And until that happens, obviously Arsenal can't announce anything. There are plenty of clubs who are also in for Reese, And so until it is signed, until he's put pen to paper, you can't guarantee anything. But as far as I'm aware, a new contract has been agreed between Arsenal and Reese Nelson. And I haven't heard that anything has changed with that. But again, we're just going to have to wait until the announcement comes. If it doesn't, and another club has put in a very tempting offer that has made Reese change his mind at the last minute. We've seen it happen before. Things could change. But as far as I'm aware, uh, he has agreed it. I can't say for certain why he hasn't why he hasn't signed it. Same, you know, Saliba hasn't signed it because he's been away. So he's not been here to physically sign the contract, but it's all been agreed. When he comes back from holiday, when he comes for pre-season, I'm fully expecting Saliba to sign that new contract and it will be announced very, very, very quickly after that. And it could well just be that Reese Nelson is exactly the same situation. So thank you very much for your question there, Woke Post. Now let's move on to James. Says, hi, Charles. I watch every day from Sydney, Australia. Do you think if Arsenal make a third bid for Rice, that will be our last one? And do you think if we do, City would match it? I mean, there's a lot of hypotheticals there, James, but thank you very much for your question. And I hope Sydney is well. I love that place, lived there way back when 2001 for uh, for a year one of my favorite cities in the world can't wait to get back there again at some point um beautiful city absolutely love it so thank you very much for your question um do i think arsenal um third bid will be the last i can't say for certain i mean if it's if it's accepted then yes if it's rejected i don't i can't say they'll definitely walk away at that point um it just remains to be seen. So it's, uh, I would love to be able to give you a definitive answer on that. But, you know, I haven't been told that the third bid that's going to go in is going to be Arsenal's 
is going to be basically take it or leave it. I haven't been told that, so I can't say it. Will City match it? You would expect they probably will. They're clearly, you know, very, very serious about signing Rice. You would think that the fact that they've bid suggests that there certainly has been some positive noises from the Rice camp that, um, you know, he would be willing to discuss things with them. So I would probably think, yeah, they would match it if Arsenal bid and it gets accepted. Ultimately, I do think this is going to come down to player preference. I'd be surprised if it doesn't. Um, you know, I think if you're Manchester City and you're this serious and you've made a big bid already, if Arsenal go in with 5 million more or even 10 million more and they get an agreement with West Ham, then I'd be surprised if City just walk away. They probably will match it and look to talk to Declan Rice as well and then it will be down to the player. And, you know, 95%, 90%, maybe at the time... The player is going to choose. A player is going to choose Manchester City over any other team in the world because they're the best team in the world. They pay the best wages in the world. They have got the best manager in the world. So it's very hard to convince a player to join your club rather than Manchester City. But every so often, there will be an occasion where a player just wants to join another club. He believes in a project that has been presented to them by another club he believes in a manager that he's spoken to at another club and Arsenal have just got to hope that all the work they've put in if it gets to a situation where it is them and City and two bids have been accepted they've just got to hope that the their attempt to convince Rice proves successful so I'd love to give you a more definitive answer on that James but thank you very much for your question Okay, let's move on to Asano now. He says, hey, Charles, do you think the arrival of Timber, who was said to be playing the role of a right-sided Zinchenko, is good news for Tierney? It's an interesting one, um, because I think if you... I I do wonder how wise it would be to play two kind of inverted fullback players at the same time. And it just gives you the option. If you have one on the right side, you could play more a Tierney-like player, you know, a more traditional fullback on the left to cope with that or you know if you're playing Zinchenko as the left-sided sort of inverted fullback you could just play right uh, white and have him slip in so I don't think necessarily it's good news for Tierney because I do wonder I think Tierney could still go and I think Tommy Asu would be a very viable option to be playing at left back you know Mikel Arteta likes him there he's preferred him to Tommy Asu at left back as well. So I don't think it would necessarily be good news for Tierney because I think Tommy Asu certainly comes into the equation. And, you know, Tierney, it has gone quiet with Tierney. Newcastle, obviously, with a club who we're all expecting Tierney to sign for. They've started focusing a little bit on other players at the moment. We're seeing a bidding hard to bring in Tamale. Um, and they're spending big money on him, whether they have money, which sounds silly when it comes to Newcastle, but they do have FFP issues they have to meet. It doesn't sound like they're going to go absolutely huge this summer. And maybe they might look at cheaper options. We're hearing Carl Walker-Peters might be an option for them because he can play left-sided or right-sided. And where does that leave Tierney? We'll have to wait and see. But there's still a long way to go in the transfer window. Just because it's gone a little bit quiet with Kieran Tierney, I wouldn't say for sure that it means he's going to stay. I still think if a good opportunity arrives that Tierney will go just because he wants to play. He doesn't want another season sitting on the bench, getting the odd minute here or there. And that doesn't surprise me given the stature of the player, the quality of the player. Sometimes you just have to move players on. And this summer feels like that could happen with Tierney. Personally, I'd love for him to stay because I think the squad would be really, really strong for it. Um, but yeah, whether whether it's good news for him, I don't think it necessarily is good news for him, but just because I think Tommy Asu as well is a very viable option at that left-back role. 
And finally, here's uh, Johnny with the last question, saying from DC, USA, any thoughts on Arteta's comments from the interview you mentioned in terms of him coaching in Spain? I think it's obvious he wouldn't rule it out as a Spaniard as we don't expect him to be a Wenger. How long do you think he'll be at Arsenal? Gracias. Um, how long do I expect him to be at Arsenal? I expect him to be at Arsenal for a little bit longer. Yet, yeah, I don't agree he's not going to be a Wenger. He's not going to stay at Arsenal forever. He is going to move on at some point. He's going to have ambitions to manage in other leagues. Spain, obviously, is his home country. Barcelona would be a huge thing for him, having come through at La Masia, being a Barcelona boy. Um, you know, who wouldn't want the opportunity to go there? And I'm sure he would. He admitted it in the interview himself that one day it could be something he would he would want to do. I don't think Arsenal fans should be worried about that. He's got a lot still to do at Arsenal when he's very invested in this project. He's not going to suddenly just walk away. But I think we've got to, you know, it's not going to be an Arsene Wenger type situation. Mikel Arteta is not going to be at Arsenal for 20 years. I don't think Arsenal would even want that, to be honest. Um, uh, even though he's doing well now and they all like him there now, I think, you know, that, that the, the era of the long-term manager the Fergusons and the Wenger I think is is gone I think they're all so intense now that they need a bit of a break from time to time they need to change things we've seen that with Guardiola even even you know although at City now he stayed longer than he has at any other club um so yeah I think it's obvious as you say I think he would he would definitely go to Spain at one point I'm sure he will he'd love the opportunity to manage a Barcelona but the only way he's going to do that is to continue to prove himself at Arsenal you know he's got to stay relevant he's got to stay at the top of the game if he wants to manage a club like Barcelona at one point in the future, he's got to show he's capable of that. And to do that, he's got to do a good job at Arsenal. And that is his focus right now. And that's going to be his focus for a little time yet. So I don't think we need anything to worry about in terms of Mikel Arteta's future. But thank you very much for your question there, Johnny. And thank you, everyone, for getting involved. As always, again, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you very much. If you listen to it on podcasts, on Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast platforms, appreciate your support as always. Do have a very good day, everyone. And like I said, tomorrow is going to be a bit of a Kai Habert special. So if you are watching this on YouTube and you can leave a comment and you want to send in a question to Nazar to talk about Kai Habert and what we should expect from him at Arsenal next season, please do so now. I'll pick a few of them and I'll, and I'll uh, use them when I have my chat with Nazar a little bit later on. Thank you, everyone. Have a very good day. I'll speak to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 